0: السلام عليكم wa rahmatullahi الله وبركاته. How are you all doing? Alhamdulillah. نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم. أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم. رب اشرح لي صدري وييسر لي أمري وأحل العقدة من لساني إن شاء الله we'll begin from bad number twelve. What page number is it in your book? Twenty-four, page number twenty-four, bab number twelve. Bab عقد الشيطاني على قافية الرأس إذا لم يصلي بالليل. عقد الشيطان. عقد is to tie a knot. This is why nikah is also called عقد. Marriage is also called عقد because it's like a contract. It is a contract, in fact. So عقد Shaytan, عقد here is literal that shaytan ties a knot. Alright, not just one knot, but many knots. عَلَىٰ قَافِيَةِ الرأس, On the back of the head. On the back of the head. إِذَا لَمْ يصلي بالليل, When a person does not pray during the night. What does it mean by this? حَدَّثَنَا عَبْدُ اللَّهِ بْنُ يوسف قَالَ أَخْبَرَنَا مَالِكَ عَنْ أَبِي الزِّنَادِ عَنِ الْأَعْرَجِ عَنْ أَبِي هُرَيْرَةَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال Abu Huraira anhu reported that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu said, that yaqidu shaytanu, shaytan ties a knot, ala قَافِيَةِ رَأْسِ أَحَدِكُمْ on the back of the head of one of you. إِذَا huwa نَامَ when he sleeps. Meaning when a person goes to sleep, and this is every person, then what happens? Shaytan ties a knot at the back of his head. How many knots? Thalatha uqad three knots يَضْرِبُ كُلَّ عُقْدَةٍ عَلَيْكَ يَضْرِبُ كُلَّ عُقْدَةٍ He strikes or he puts on every, every knot عَلَيْكَ لَيْلٌ طَوِيلٌ فَرْقُدُ He ties every knot and he says at that time عَلَيْكَ لَيْلٌ طَوِيلٌ You have long night فَرْقُدُ So sleep there's still so much time. So keep sleeping. فَإِنِ اسْتَيْقَضَ So if a person wakes up, فَذَكَرَ اللَّهَ And then he remembers Allah. What happens? In حَلَّتْ It is untied. What is untied? عُقْدَةٌ A knot. Meaning the first knot is opened when? When a person wakes up and remembers Allah. فَإِنْ تَوَضَّأَ Then when he performs wudu, in حَلَّتْ عقدة. Then another knot is untied. So the second one is untied when? When a person makes wudu. فَإِن صلى. And then if a person prays. in حَلَّتْ عقدة. Another, the third knot, is untied. فَأَصْبَحَ نَشِيطًا So then a person enters the morning. How? Nashitan. Nashit Nashalt is to be active. So he wakes up active. Tayyiban nafs, good in himself. Wa illa and if not, meaning if he keeps sleeping and he does not get up to pray, then whenever he finally wakes up, nafs, he enters the morning, khabeethan nafs in a state where the nafs is Khabith and Khabith is the opposite of tayyib. Tayyib is good. Khabith is bad. Tayyib pure. Khabeeth impure. Kaslan lazy. This is how a person wakes up Lazy and foul-tempered So what do we see in this hadith? That when a person goes to sleep Shaytan wants to try his best To make sure That a person does not get up In the night To worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Neither for the qiyamul lay Nor for fajr Because even fajr we have to wake up In the darkness Before the sun rises Before the morning comes Right? So, three knots he ties. Now, where exactly, how exactly those knots are? This is matter of the غيب, right? But we believe in this because the Prophet wasallam informed us about this. We don't say this is figurative, right? This is figurative speech. No, it's not figurative speech because shaitan is not just a figurative or an imaginary or fictional character. No, it's real, right? So, the knots of shaitan are also real. And even if we don't see them, do we feel them? Do we feel them? We do. It's amazing how, you know, really when a person is sleeping, what does he think at that time? There's a long night, so don't worry. Isn't it? Every time you wake up in the middle of the night, you tell yourself, there's still time. There's still time. Right? Whether it is for tahajjud, so for instance, you're intending to wake up at 3 o'clock, you said there's still a lot of time. All right? There is 20 minutes left until Fajr begins and what happens? There's still time. Fajr enters. All right, we could wake up for Fajr and pray at the early time, but what do we say? There's still time. To the point that even if there's 10 minutes left until the end of Fajr, what does Shaytan say to us? There is still time. Right? This is the effect of shaitan. عَلَيْكَ لَيْلٌ طَوِيلٌ فرقض. This is shaytan talking to you. So what is the solution the Prophet ﷺ gave us? How do you untie those knots? How do you get out of the effect of shaitan? And you see, why a knot? Because when you tie a knot on something, what happens? It's closed. Isn't it? Like for example, if there is a bag, like a plastic bag. You take the two sides, and and you're holding the bag with those two sides. But the other way is that you tie one knot. When you tie one knot, yes, what's inside is going to stay in, but that one knot is not very firm. So what do you do? What do you do? You tie another one, another one. So the more knots you have, the more tightly closed it is. So this is how shaitan keeps us lazy, preventing us from worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by tying these knots. So how do you untie them? The first thing is that as soon as you wake up, what did the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa tell us to do? Remember Allah immediately. Immediately. Before even you open your eyes or rub them or turn your side or pick up your phone to check the time, or get up to look at the time on the clock, whatever it is. Before you do anything, what do you do? Remember Allah. Because when you remember Allah, you are going to untie one knot. You're going to weaken the plot of shaitan. What kind of dhikr can you do? What kind of dhikr? Yes? Okay. So one is that you could say the du'a for waking up. Which one is that? Amatana, wa Nushur. Any other? Dhikr that we can do? Yes. Allahumma ghfirli then. Yes. So there are adhkar for the night also that when the Prophet sallallahu wasallam would wake up, he would say, right? Yes. In general also, you can do tasbih. You can do any dhikr. You can't remember anything, just say, Alhamdulillah, la ilaha illallah, astaghfirullah, subhanallah, a'udhu billahi minash al rajim. The last verses. Of Surah Ali Imran, the Prophet ﷺ would recite them upon waking up in the night. So any form of dhikr, whatever dhikr you remember, of course it would be best to do that which the Prophet ﷺ did in the night. But if we haven't learned those yet, or if we cannot recall them, then what can we do? Any dhikr that comes to mind, say it immediately. Why? To untie the knot of shaitan. Second step. The Prophet ﷺ said, if a person gets up and performs wudu, then what happens? The second knot is untied. It's amazing. Even after you do wudu, the effect of shaitan is still not fully gone. When is it fully gone? When you actually pray. Because what happens sometimes is that a person will get up in the night, go use the bathroom, make wudu, come out, and then as they're about to pray, they'll think, oh, it's not fault. And then what happens? Back to sleep. Or for many women, there are so many distractions also, because children are sleeping, everybody's sleeping, so uh, there's still half an hour. So let me do this and let me do that, and then I'll pray. Yeah? Let me study this and let me finish that and let me cook this. And then what happens? The time for prayer is gone. So the effect of shaitan will fully go away when you actually perform salah. And when you will do that, you will not enter the morning tired and exhausted. No, you will enter the morning, how? nashit, fresh, cheerful, active, alert. And also, tayyibun nafs, in a good mood. And if you don't get up in the night thinking that you'll have a lot of time to sleep, how are you going to wake up if you're going to be sleeping the whole night long and not waking up at all, even for fajr? What's going to happen? Because of the effect of shaitan, no matter how late you get up, you will be groggy, upset, irritable, in a bad mood, inactive, lazy. And you know what I'm talking about. Isn't it? We think that our mood depends on the number of hours we get to sleep. This is false. It's not true. Our mood depends on how much work we get done. That is what it depends on. The more you accomplish, the more sense of achievement you have, the more happier you will be. And the more happier you are, the more energy you have and the more active you are. And the less you accomplish, the more time you waste, the more upset you are, irritable, lazy, isn't it? So, while sleep is important, our mood and productivity does not entirely depend on the number of hours we get to sleep. Next hadith. Haddathana Mu'ammal ibn Hisham, Kala Haddathana Ismail, Kala Haddathana Awf, Kala Haddathana Abu Raja, Kala Haddathana samura ibn Jundab, Radiallahu anhu, an in Nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam fil Ru'ya, Kal. The Prophet وسلم, when he narrated to the people concerning the Ru'ya, and this is a dream, he said, bil Either it's the dream or it's the night journey. Remember that even the dreams of the Prophets are what? Revelation. So what the Prophet ﷺ saw in dream was also something that he was being informed of. So he said, أَمَّا الَّذِي بالحجر. Because he described all that he had seen. And then he was later mentioning to the people what each thing meant. So he had mentioned to them the state of a person who was being struck, whose head was being struck with a rock. So later he explained that as for the person whose head was being crushed by a rock, يُثْلَغُ, crushed, Hajar is rock. Who was he? فإنه يأخذ القرآن Then he was the person who once upon a time took the Qur'an. Meaning he learned the Qur'an. Once upon a time. And then what happened? فيرفضه. Then he left it. He rejected it. وَيَنَامُ عَنِ الصَّلَاةِ الْمَكْتُوبَةِ And he slept through the obligatory prayer. So the person who learns the Qur'an memorizes it, and then he does not review it, does not recite it in the prayer, to the point that he even neglects his Fajr prayer, then what will be his state in the hereafter? What is the punishment that will be given to him? What is the punishment? Head will be crushed with a rock. Head. And this is something that is so frightening. Head crushed with a rock. This is leaving Fajr and completely abandoning the night prayer, especially for the person who has Qur'an in their heart, then this is no small issue. This is a crime near Allah. Because the thing is that once we memorize the Qur'an, the only way of reviewing it is in Salah. This is the most practical way. You all are learning Surah Al-Baqarah these days. Hmm? So when you're memorizing it, do you realize that the part that you had memorized before, you are not able to retain it? Does that happen sometimes? That as you are learning the next lesson, you are forgetting the previous. It happens sometimes. It's very natural. And the only way of dealing with this is that you review what you have memorized previously. Now, how do you review? You have to make some time during the day, not happening. What did we learn in the previous lesson? إِنَّ لَكَ فِي النَّهَارِ So what is the best way then? Review in the night. Review in the night. وَرَدْتِلِ الْقُرْآنَ تَرْتِيلًا And the thing is that when a person completely abandons the tahajjic prayer also, then his fajr is also affected. Because you see over here, فَإِنَّهُ يَأْخُذُ الْقُرْآنَ فَيَرْفِضُهُ وَيَنَامُ عَنِ الصَّلَاةِ الْمَكْتُوبَةِ بَاب إِذَا نَامَ وَلَمْ يصلي بَالَ الشَّيْطَانُ فِي أُذُنِهِ إذا نام, When a person sleeps. he continues to sleep. يصلي, and he doesn't get up to pray. He doesn't pray fajr. Then what happens? Yes, there is punishment for that. But even in this world there are consequences. What are those consequences? The effect of shaitan. The hold of shaitan and one of those ways is that bala shaytanu shaytan bala baul is urine so bala shaytan urinates where fi udunihi in his ear astaghfirullah shaytan urinates in the ear of the person who does not get up to pray fajr gross i mean a human being's urine, of course it would be horrible. But that of shaitan? Shaitan? It's disgusting. But it's amazing how we will miss one day after the other, after the other, we make it into a habit. Sleeping through fajr, and then getting up whenever, and then praying, maybe then or maybe not. This is something very serious. بَالَ Shaytanu fi Just think about this. حدثنا مسدد قال حدثنا أبو الأحوص قال حدثنا منصور عن أبي وائل عن عبد الله رضي الله عنه قال ذكر عند النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم رجل. He said that a man was mentioned near the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم. فقيل so it was said about that man that That man continued to sleep until it was morning. He did not come to prayer, meaning he did not perform the prayer, he just kept sleeping until the time of Fajr was gone. So when the Prophet ﷺ heard this, فَقَالَ He said, الشَّيْطَانُ فِي أذنه. Shaytan urinated in his ear. Now again, a person might say, well, I don't feel anything in my ear. No, this is a matter of the غَيْب. It's not figurative. It is as it is but because it's a matter of the ghayb, that's why we don't see it, we don't hear it. But what needs to be understood from this is that you see shaitan urinating in the ear of a person. Why ear? What happens when there's something in your ear or on your ear? Exactly, your ears are plugged. And when they're plugged, you can't hear. So this is the state of a person who misses the prayer He doesn't hear anything. And sometimes we justify missing the prayer, saying, oh, I didn't hear any alarm. Whereas the alarm was heard by everybody else. This is something we need to think about. How could I not hear it when it was ringing right by my headside? How could I not hear the people who were trying to wake me up for fajr? What is wrong? Why did this happen to me? How could this happen to me? Yes, for a person who does his best to make sure that he wakes up, but he's not able to wake up, right? For whatever reason, sleep is beyond our control. So that person, you know, it's a different situation. But when it becomes a habit, that every day, every day, same thing, I didn't hear you, I didn't hear it, you know, it's amazing. We'll wake up enough to put the alarm on snooze, or we'll wake up enough to yell at the person who's waking us up, but will not wake up to get up and pray. So who's to blame over there? It's ourselves. And we should feel, you know, bad for ourselves that I am under the effect of shaitan. That if he's urinated in my ear, my ears are plugged, I'm not able to even hear these words that are calling me to prayer. What is wrong with me? This is a big musibah. It's one of the easiest things we can do, just listening, right? And guidance comes from listening at first, right? So it's like if our ears are plugged, then our hearts are so slowly going to harden too. So this is why. Remember the the previous hadith. As soon as you wake up, you hear those words, you hear that sound of the alarm, you hear the words of your mother or your spouse or whoever's trying to wake you up. What do you need to do? Immediately. Dhikr of Allah. Say something, remember Allah, untie that knot, weaken the plot of shaitan, and get up. For if you don't, then the consequences are horrible. Disgusting.